The three price points are um, $399, $529, and $649. And the only difference between those is uh, the amount of storage and the speed of the storage. So our view, our view is if we're doing this right, that we're gonna be selling these in millions of units. Yeah. And it's clearly gonna be establishing a product category that ourselves and other PC manufacturers are gonna be able to participate in. And that's gonna have long-term benefits for us. So that's sort of the frame in which we're, we're thinking about this. There aren't sort of explicit, you know, uh, we're, we think that this makes sense. And we think that this makes sense going forward at this price point. We don't have some tying ratio. We don't say, oh, and then we have to sell eight games, you know, for right. each one of these, eight incremental eight games for each one of these cells. Otherwise it doesn't make sense. That's, the, our calculus is more just sort of like, is this the right product? And is it a great way to test out the assumption that there's a huge amount of value, both to game players and game developers to extending the PC ecosystem in this direction, right? That's the, the real test more, more, than, more than anything. Welcome everybody to the Netotaku Gaming Podcast. We are back. We are back with uh, some breaking news. Although I guess at the point of this upload, it won't be that breaking. It's breaking for us though. And breaking for you, listener, who doesn't read gaming news. You are in, you live in a beautiful world. Trust me, you don't want to be on gaming Twitter all the time. With me is Robin. Uh, someone who is always on gaming twitter how are you doing robin as good as someone on gaming twitter can be doing <laughs> lovely lovely okay lovely. so i guess we can get right into it um valve just uh announced hardware other hardware this is not the first hardware they're releasing the released a lot of hardware which most of it has been a failure to be honest um but this time and vr is doing okay the, it's like only two people have that like it's like seven million dollars or whatever it's a good product everyone says it's great that's good but it's like it's like what a thousand honestly it's okay real talk it's a thousand dollars to get that hardware and you need like the best pc so <laughs> it really does feel like prototype almost hardware so i don't really count that as real consumer hardware the other products they've released are the they had those i'll call them patents of steam machines the valve never actually produced a steam machine they just were like here's steam os make a small form factor pc and sell this as some sort of console thing and everyone made their own funky version of whatever they thought that meant and that didn't really work out so well I've played on a Steam machine before. It looks nice. It's just a PC though, uh, a small one. Um, that didn't really work out. The Steam controller, I've heard mixed things about it. Uh, I've heard that it's mostly, it, it's fairly uncomfortable to use, but it works well with like all PC games. Uh, so even like uh, very heavy like simulators and stuff like that, it, it, it works well. So they're touch and go with hardware um but this one hopefully it's different so i guess you can give us a rundown robin what what you think about the first of all what the steam ma the steam machine what the steam deck is and what you think about it 
Okay, a rundown. What is the Steam Deck? The Steam Deck is a PC, but it's a handheld PC. It is meant to be a Nintendo Switch-like system. It's running SteamOS, a custom version of SteamOS, which is meant to be used kind of like a Nintendo Switch, you know. It, quick, it quickly gets you into your games. It's got all your Steam stuff there, your full Steam library. You have your cloud saves, you have all the Steam features. But because it's a PC, you can you, you can remove the Steam OS and put um, Windows if you want. So yes, you're getting the the benefits of you know of it being a PC, PC gaming, as well as you're getting the handheld form factor and Steam features. In terms of specs, uh, we've got uh, custom GPU and CPU, you know, APU combination from AMD. The target is supposedly 720p at like medium settings. And the basic, it's 60 hertz. It's 1280 by 800 resolution. Yeah, 60 hertz screen. Yeah, and I think for me, what I think the most important thing is is the um, the the USB-C Type C. Uh, display ports the fact that you can connect that to a monitor or a display port dock thing um, that you can uh, use to connect to any TV um, to me I think that's extremely important to make this thing sell or be marketable because uh, the price point for the uh, cheapest SKU is $399 and that's 64 gigabyte storage NVMe which is nothing like I don't know what you can put on 64 GB if it's if that's inclusive of the OS I am not sure that's really you can't put any game on that like any AAA game on that thing so goodness me um, but having a $400 PC that's portable, I think is compelling. I think that's quite compelling. The fact that you can connect it to any monitor and you can connect a mouse and keyboard to it. You can connect your Bluetooth devices, your headphones, um, you know, all sorts of controllers and stuff like that. I think that is very, very, very compelling. So that to me, like when it first was announced, I was like, uh, I don't know about this. But then when I found out that you could connect it to any monitor, then I was sort of convinced. Yeah, for me, I think the that starting price is, you know, the aggressive pricing is the key feature. You know, in terms of like price to performance, Gabe Newell said that to get to the price they've hit, you know, it's really hurt. They are obviously taking really big losses there, mm. but I think that's what you kind of have to do because if you've got Steam OS on it, then you know people are going to buy, you know, buy through Steam. Give more money to Steam, so it's important to do that. But yeah, I think the key feature for me is definitely what you're getting in, you know, in terms of price to performance. True, price to performance is absolutely mad like i was looking at its specs and 
comparing it to the PS5, it's <laughs> a little argument we're having with the guys in the Nerdotaku Discord. And it's honestly comparable. The PS5 is obviously better. But like the fact that it's sort of comparable says a lot about what this thing is packing. The battery power is obviously terrible. It's apparently like um, one of the devs was saying it's three hours if you're playing Portal 2. Um, two hours. Two hours. Two hours, yeah. Two hours if you're playing Portal 2. And that's like, let's just take it as a standard. Let's just say most AAA games, it's going to last you two hours. So um, in terms of handheld, I don't know if two hours is enough for you to... I mean, that's not... That's not even enough to take me from Kito to Lusaka, you know what I mean? So, I, I, yeah, I but, uh, was it the Switch three hours came up actually? Was it? I feel like I played Breath of the Wild handheld for a long yeah, time. That very same game, I believe, on the first version was three hour matching. Okay, I guess three hours, I guess maybe handheld kind of warps your sense of time it really does feel like you're spending a lot of time on it maybe it's because it's so close to your face or something that's that's not too bad i'm also worried about heat uh, i can't wait for uh consumers to get their hands on it all these tech reviewers so they can uh tell us what it feels like to hold it looks pretty big and unwieldy the button layout is kind of weird like both of the analogs are up at the top and the the face buttons are also right next to it up at the top so it looks uncomfortable obviously um they've had i'm assuming uh i mean it's a billion dollar company i'm assuming they've had ergonomics engineers working from, sure. from, from what i understand the ergonomics are actually not bad like if you know i just take some time to get used to it from what i understand but uh, it, it, I know it will be heavy. That, that's one thing which will be definitely have to be considered because, like, the switch was really light mm. in comparison to this. So, this will be like way heavier. It will, yeah, it's definitely going to be heavy. I mean, what do you think? Who do you think this is for? Who's going to look at this and be like, oh, wow, I've been waiting for this, I'm going to buy this? Well, judging from the fact that if you want music, you need to have already spent money on Steam before. So I think it's kind of like uh, if you're already in like, the Steam ecosystem. Although, like for someone like me, I don't know, maybe it's because I don't see myself getting this. I would rather buy a Switch because that's my portable thing and it has Nintendo games which are not on PC. I Unless yeah, I yeah. really wanted to like play Civilization and Football Manager on the go, which is should be illegal, by the way, uh, then I would absolutely <laughs> see myself getting this. But I, I, I don't know, man. Like, it, it, then it, it's a companion piece, right? It's not like your main thing. Is there anyone who's going to look at this and be like, that's my main gaming console? I'm not going to buy a PS4. I'm not going to buy an, an Xbox. I'm not going to buy a Switch. I'm going to buy I think Steam Deck. After, I think after a couple of years of, you know, maybe when they're able to get their supply solid, have a decent reputation for the unit as a whole, 
you know, when they're in demand, and then you release a version two, which may have, you know, more storage, but for the same price. That's when people are going to be thinking, okay, this can be my main system. So this is just really like the beginning of mm. the life of the Steam Deck, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm very skeptical because I know Valve have been very like bad at um, hardware stuff, apart from their VR thing. Yeah, like pretty terrible. So I'm extremely, extremely skeptical about it. And also the storage is just bad. That 64 GB is nothing. If it was 512 at 399, I actually believe it would be serious competition for the consoles, like legitimately proper serious competition but at 64 gb i still see it as a companion piece like the thing that i carry around to play hades or Civ or something um I, it's hard for me to pitch this to someone who is looking to play their main triple a games although the prospect of playing days gone or horizon or death stranding and all these other Sony games that are coming to PC, Steam. I think that's that's novel, right? Like that has to be. There's some value there, right? Yeah, there's some novelty that oh, I can play the PS4 games handheld, yeah. But like, as I've said, this is really just the start. I would call it Steam Deck Gen One. You know, this is this is you know this is just to establish that hey, this is a brand, this is a thing that exists, and then after it gets you know maybe rave reviews and people start liking it, that's when they can start thinking of trying to get it mass market. Really, most hardware like this has a killer app. Does this thing have a killer app? It's got Steam. I guess so. And just to be clear, you can. They did say you can put any OS on this and it, it's a computer so you can actually like put windows on it and it's just it's just like a portable little pc thing like a laptop whatever like you can you can just it can sort of be like a laptop a very powerful exactly. one i think that's very cool the fact that's that a good price yeah <laughs> at a really good price dude like actually you know what that's might be the market i actually think that this thing is not going to be used for gaming much i think people are going to look at this and be like i need a good portable like like a a, a, a powerful quote-unquote laptop getting a laptop with these specs minimum one thousand two hundred dollars minimum so if someone yeah, yeah. looks at this and says oh i just you know i i do my spreadsheets and i uh, you know, someone like me, like I'll, I'll have AutoCAD running on it or whatever. This is actually not that bad, to be honest. It's actually not that bad. <laughs> Apart from, you know, the whole topic of the ergonomics and the, yeah. and all those other things. And yeah, apart from that, it, it, it would be pretty terrible. But like, I think it would be pretty novel for me to walk into a meeting and just like whip this Steam Deck out, plug it into the screen get my keyboard out there and be like so here's this design <laughs> i think that would be pretty cool and at the same time be like okay would, now that i'm done nice way to show up i would at the end of the meeting whip up a game of fifa on xbox game pass i, I, I guess it has a lot of uses i i didn't think it through that much
But yeah, I think the, the laptop crowd... Actually, yes, this might kill the, the gaming laptop uh, market, actually. I actually think it might it might eat into that quite a bit. So yeah, hmm. uh, you know, before we spoke, I really thought that this thing didn't have a market. I really didn't. I didn't see anyone <laughs> like going for this in a real way. But the laptop, well, like I said, I think there's. I think it can also be an affordable gateway into PC gaming for people who are console gamers. Traditionally, you know, someone like myself, mm. I want to get into PC gaming. My laptop sucks. My laptop is just you know a laptop for leisurely use. Mm. I can't afford a gaming laptop because there's you know they're one thousand two hundred dollars or whatever. I can't afford a gaming PC because they're also $1,200. Mm. So this can be kind of like an entry point. That's true. Into uh, into PC gaming for traditional console gamers because the price commitment is not as wild. You get the portability and, you know, you get all the other benefits of PC gaming. That's true. So don't, I would say get that, the... yeah, to an extent, I am the target market for this. But, you know, you don't get the RGB though. That's like the most important. <laughs> they should make an RGB model. It's gonna sell. You know, I'm joking, but this is actually true. Sadly, G- freaking PC I, G- gamers. Gaben is classier. <laughs> Gaben is classier than this. I swear to you, if they just added like an RGB light bar across the thing, it would sell out instantly. PC gamers are that fickle. Damn it. <laughs> but yeah actually it does it might have a market actually I, I'm very curious what the laptop producers will do to fight against this because this might eat into their market quite a bit quite a bit because the whole argument a lot of laptop PC gamers make is oh it's portable and it's like well here is a thing that is actually legitimately portable because Honestly, there's no gaming laptop that's portable. Just sorry to break it to you, man. Like those things are 25 kilograms and have like 30 minute hey, battery life. Good. There's the razor ones, those razor blades. Those are not bad. They're not. They're not. But they, their batteries usually like die within a month and have like 30 minutes. You know, because they're they're so compact and packing so much heat. But we'll see. I'm wondering if this machine will have the same problem where it's starting off at two hours and then after a month of like serious core gaming, is it going to be stuck at like, yeah, maybe even 30 minutes. Very, very curious to see the the use case for this machine. But like you said, this this is where, you know, this is where we have to count on Valve and, you know, them being decent hardware guys because of how good their new hardware is. True. And and, and the IGN uh, first... Uh, Ryan McCaffrey or someone asked one of the FAQs like can you use this thing for uh, VR and the guy was like yeah but it's not gonna be the best but yeah <laughs> so I- I'm-, I'm very curious to see like what funky stuff people will do with it and um, Greg Miller was saying like this could be like used f- like what would happen if you put OBS on it like can it be like a portable streaming device you know like um you know, because streaming like is a whole thing. I like, think it, it will be like the ultimate emulation box as well. Yes, obviously. Like obviously, the first thing someone's gonna do in this is 
like post themselves playing Breath of the Wild and it's hardy hard hard very original but yes you can definitely <laughs> do that on this thing I like that um, they mentioned that you can um, what did they say they said the the, the was it SteamOS or something is like um, shit what's the term they use when it's, it's free to use or whatever Ugh, I forget the technical term but they said that it's anyone can get that information and uh, they encouraged other hardware manufacturers to make their own version of a Steam Deck I thought that was very interesting at first I was like what's the play here then I realized oh they are pro- they're selling Steam they're not selling the hardware really the main thing they're selling is Steam so that's probably why they are giving that away I guess it's, oh it's open source it's yeah open it's open source. source yeah yeah I was wondering why they were like oh it's open source make your own Steam Deck I'm like why would you do that it's competition no they don't care they just want to sell more copies of games on Steam that's the real goal here to get more gamers onto Steam so which honestly is good and um, I think I think it's necessary for them to do that because I've been using mostly Game Pass and the Epic Game Store recently because of the free games that are there. Is is it better than Steam? No, Steam is still better. The the mod support, the community tab, the friends list, the the, the store layout, everything on Steam is better than all these other stores. But the aggressive, can you call it pricing? <laughs> The, the, the aggressive approach that these other storefronts have is pulling me to use them. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how they'll... Maybe this, this is one of the ways to combat that. Just get more people onto Steam. Uh, like you said, maybe there's uh, uh, gamers who are not necess- haven't um, been part of the PC ecosystem. Maybe this will pull them in. Uh, maybe they would try it out and stay there um uh, that's probably their goal get more gamers onto steam and they make more money so we'll see how it goes i'm still kind of skeptical but we'll see how it goes (laughs) you know a lot of people i think a lot of people are looking at it from the wrong way this is a, a sort of product it's it tackles so many, so many uh, problems because, like, lots of people are saying, "Oh, this is," and this is a Nintendo Switch competitor, or oh, a console competitor, or a laptop competitor, and does it have to be one of those things? It can be all of them. It's going to tackle a lot of issues as well as serving as a sort of uh, test for a lot of publishing and stuff because like this is a hit what's going to stop microsoft from making a handheld that they can pedal game pass to even more people that's interesting i i uh i thought i i can't see microsoft doing it because of their cloud thing which a lot of people who have good internet and are using it are saying wow this actually works like for example, even like Alana Pierce, who's gone back to Australia, and is using Australian internet, says it's working. Which is like, what? Australian internet is allowing XCloud to work? That's crazy. 
you know so i i can't see why they would push that when they're probably going for like you can play god of, god of war gears of war on your phone but i do get your point i do get your point um yeah would would Look, sony it, it, come remember, back with Microsoft like vita do you think like uh, the vita doesn't vita mean reborn or, or life or something like the vita is back to life, life. Vita is life. <laughs> Can they no, just like... I think they are definitely focused on uh, on expanding in terms of console and PC, but not in terms of making a new platform. That's not going to happen. You think so, no. man? If this thing does well, I absolutely see them going. Here's a PS5 in your hands, baby. No, all they'll do instead is they'll come to an agreement and say, "Oh, if you buy a Steam Deck, you can play our PlayStation games." Uh, as part of a subscription or something, you know. You see, that's part of the reason why we're going to go off topic. That's part of the reason why Sony is trying to go into PC. You know, you get your hands on Steam Deck customers as well. It becomes big. That's true. That's true. I, I, I would like to see a competitive mobile space, if you can even call it that. Does, does it even... Is this even a mobile? You know what I mean? Like, is this? A, can you even call this mobile? Like, per se, like, oh, this is mobile. It's it it feels so hybridy that it doesn't kind of count. As- so the thing is, you you can you can't have a distinct mobile, a distinct handheld space these days because you know mobile exists, phones exist. You can't have dedicated handheld games. Now, what everyone wants is they want handheld games. I mean, they want console games handheld. That's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I hope that it's just a thought that's coming to my head. I hope that they that Sony port their Vita games to PC. That would be cool. Why aren't they doing that? They should do that. <laughs> they should put their Vita games on the Switch, man. Well, that could require hiring people to support them. Oh, oh, there's lots of studios that could do it. What's that studio making that game that people think is a Kojima game? <laughs> poor guys, poor guys. I think that would work. Um, it's a bold move by Valve. The price is definitely eating at their billions. Um. We'll see how long this lasts. I hope it works. I hope it brings more people into PC gaming. I hope that by doing that, it would mean uh, console, like like Sony would look at that market and be like, hmm, there's a huge number of people who have this PC, who are in this PC ecosystem. So why don't we just put more of our games on this thing so that they play them even if they can't can't or don't want to buy a PS5. That's a very selfish uh, way that I'm looking at it, but that would yeah. totally be cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of the way, you know, you get this idea that, yeah, console is an important uh, marketplace, but that just those about people who just won't buy consoles. So you've got to sell to them. You do. Yeah, I think that's pretty much all I had to, to to say or ponder upon this uh, 
device just to recap it's 399 for 64 gb 529 for 256 gb and 649 for 512 which version do you think is going to sell the most if i was a betting man uh, yeah do you think people are gonna buy that and just be like so disappointed well they're going to put in micro sd cards and then they'll see loading times on micro sd cards and they'll be disappointed <laughs> but uh, you know i i think that's you know, if there's one single compromise it's going to be that issue you know the fact that if you want to expand storage you have to be constrained by micro SD card speed. And Valve have said they're, you know, kind of optimized. So that playing off an SD card wouldn't be absolutely garbage, but it, it all comes down to just how optimized that part is. But yeah. If it's not very optimized, that would be, you know, a, a lot of people say, oh, they always point out, oh, the Switch has got bad Joy Cons, whatever. They will say, oh, the Steam Deck has got terrible loading times. Yeah, yeah, true. Do you think this eats into the OLED um, like market at all? But the Switch OLED? Oh. Of course not. <laughs> Do you think that they will market this in a way that Joe Schmo will be like, hey, this exists. I would rather buy this than anything else. Or is this just going to be some niche core gamer product? Well, as I've said, after a generation or two, uh, when the brand is built up, then we get there. Hmm. I hope so. I hope so. Because it took Valve 10 years to advertise Dota 2. 10 years. Jesus. Not one ad, man. Not one ad to that anime. Anyway, um, yeah, that's pretty much, I guess, all I had to say. Unless you have something else to to add to that. I have no really additional remarks on this. All I know is I'm interested to see where this is going. Mm. Mm. Like, you know, it could... Like, yeah, this, this definitely feels like a Gen 1 thing, which will take time. But I want to see how it plays out yeah yeah me too me too but before before we uh end the podcast just wanted to find out if you've been playing anything interesting of late that you would like to talk about of late i've been on a metroid kick Mm. i noticed i noticed which like all the the former 2d ones right yeah, I've been trying. I've been playing the 2D one, except the NES one. For those I played remake versions, but that's been you know my plan. My, that, that's been what I've been doing. Mm. How did you find them? Like, was this your first playthrough, or you were um, replaying? No, first time. I I I played Super Metroid once, and I bounced off of it. I never really got into it. Mm. So this was like me. I gave it a, a fairer shot this time. And they were mostly fun, especially the one on 3DS. I really enjoyed that one because... Which one's that one? Fusion? No, Fusion's a GBA. The one on 3DS is uh, Samus Returns. Oh, Samus Returns. The second one. Oh, two. Okay. 
two is weird. Yeah. Two is two is like hard. <laughs> two is the one which is the, it's got a different structure. The one where you actually hunt metroids. Yeah, uh, but the, the reason I like Samus Returns is mostly because like the combat is fantastic. Mm. You see, with that added the, the swipe, right? That swipe thing. They added the, the counter, yeah, the parry. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can have quality exploration and stuff, but if your combat isn't great, it's hard for me to really, you know, to really like it. So that's why I like Samus Returns more than the others, because even though the others have got like more interesting atmosphere or whatever, the combat in Samus Returns is like really good. Yeah. And Metroid Dread is being done by the same, same studio, team, regular yeah. team. So. Yeah. I'm confident on that because the combat is going to be good. It did. Even the trailer like looked looked good. It looked quite good. Yeah, yeah. And I like that uh, the, the 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 map is more map. The field of view, I guess, is more pulled out. Uh, I guess I don't know. Like, what did you think? Like, I guess for for combat, it's better if it's. If it's pushed in more than pushed out, but for like exploration, no, it's better to for it to be dynamic. Dynamic. There's a certain point in the games where you start like what I call playing the map. You know what I mean. You've played a bunch of Metroids. It's better when it's pulled yeah. out so you can play the map better. When when you're exploring for the first time, it's fine, and because you're mostly concentrating on fighting and and these minor actions or whatever. But when you start playing the map. It being so pushed in is a little bit annoying. I, for me personally, I found. Uh, I understand. I understand. Yeah, no, that's that, that's cool. I haven't been playing much because work's kicked my butt this past few weeks. But I'm gonna be a bit more free Life. now, so I'm gonna blitz through what I have remaining of Assassin's Creed Origins because apparently Ubisoft announced that Assassin's Creed will never end. I know with Infinite, the report is, oh, we're still making single player really important, etc., etc., etc. But I truly feel like they looked at the numbers that Valhalla did and saw what people were doing in the game and were like, based on player behavior, we should just make this a game as a service. I think they came to that conclusion based on that data they collected, which. That's not really what I want, man. <laughs> it's not what I want, but it's probably what the players want. So I have to deal with that, I guess. It is what it is. It is what it is. Maybe Prince of Persia will come back. Who knows? Um, <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Well, with that, uh, thanks for the chat. Can't wait to see how this system does. I'd like to know what the listeners think about this new piece of hardware, the Steam Deck. Are you interested in it? Would you get it? What would stop you from getting it? Are you a PC gamer? Are you not? Uh, Will you join me on this Xbox Game Pass parade? <laughs> uh, and so on and so forth. So uh, yeah, thanks for listening and uh, uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>